for the reigning state champion 6A basketball team. This, of course, is Lake Hooplands. And I'll should I give three welcomes? Is that a thing still? Yep, you welcome, have to do it. welcome, welcome. Uh, we are back. Season two, episode one. Uh, I, of course, am Scott. I'm Brendan. And running the lane again is Coach Joe Duffield. Happy to be back. Happy you be back. missed something there. He now has a greater title. It's more than Coach Duffield. Oh, is it? It is state champion Coach Duffield, future that, Hall of Famer. And that one's going to be forever. You can't even take that away. You can't. You can't take you, that even away. Even if you go O for the next season, you can still be state champion Coach Joe Duffield. That's right. No, very, very thankful for, for a great great team, great group of players and coaches and, and uh, in our community. Super special. Well, that was awesome. Uh, I'll start with um, sponsorships are available for Lake Hooplands. Feel free to reach out to me, shwoodard at gmail.com. We'd love to have you on board. We The following is growing. Uh, we'll be wearing our sandwich boards again, uh, Halloween night, walking around the neighborhood. You'll see us. You'll see us on uh, Soch, on the Soch. We got a bigger presence this year. So much bigger. I love it. Uh, yeah, so our title sponsorship is available. Um, we do have some great sponsors, which we'll get to later. But I wanted to mention that up top. But second, I mean, for at least like the next 200 days, you are still the kings of Texas high school basketball, and that's awesome. Absolutely. Defending 6A state champions and uh, excited to make another run at it this year. Uh, since you guys are going to be out and about, I did, I did come bearing some gifts today. Oh, gifts. Uh, you know, we went deep in the budget uh, and, and tried to find some extra rings. Uh, for you guys, so that'll what? look great on Tuesday oh night. Oh boy! Fanfare, look uh, at this. Play the fanfare. We're getting rings, folks. Uh, these are highly replica. <laughs> they are of the utmost quality. Oh my uh, goodness! We've got all kinds of diamonds. Hold on, Brendan's finger is turning green right now. <laughs> is that is that good? Is that a good thing? They, they, uh, this but, is unbelievable. You know, we, Got the LH on there for you guys Look and everything. That. It so. almost fits. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna we wear this sized oh, it a little better, but I'm yeah, gonna wear go. this like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours looks <laughs> yours looks better and different than ours, Coach. It's I'm a gonna, little different. It's I'm gonna different. wear this like the Sopranos, I think. Just <laughs> on the you, pinky. Why don't we each wear two of them? That way we can uh, get in a bar fight and stand a chance. Uh, well, this is very much appreciative. So nice and thoughtful. And uh, we, we appreciate you guys and uh, giving us a little extra um, kind of publicity and promoting our team and players and program and, and letting the community get to know our guys a little bit better. So uh, we're thankful to be back for season two. Awesome. All right, let's get season two rolling. Um, let's check in, right, with uh, a couple of folks that are, are on last year's team. Samson Alaton, who is at Yale, the big man, and Quentin Perkins at Tarleton State. So have you been in contact with those guys? How are they doing? Yeah, kind of definitely have been in contact with all of our seniors um, who all seem to be doing great. Um, you know, Samson is doing really well at Yale. Uh, I think his, his coaches uh, let me know that he got a 19 out of 20 on his first major exam. It was in Greek. Uh, so uh, It's all Greek to me. <laughs> <laughs> that just shows you the, uh, the the level of education he's getting right now, and he's doing awesome, and, and uh, they, they did really well in their first scrimmage. I do always say Greek is the, the language of the future. It's the language of the past. Oh, is that it? <laughs> but okay. could be in the future again. We're okay. seeing a lot of repeats going on. 
But, uh, yeah, Quentin's doing great at Tarleton State. Uh, I think they have a game tomorrow night against Howard Payne Monday night. Um, Chitty Ume at Mississippi Valley State, um, another Division One school, HBCU. Um, he, he's been saying that he's doing really well with practices and getting better. And uh, then also Khalil Thomas and Jire Williams are both playing at Brookhaven uh, here nearby. Uh, and they've had their f- kind of first preseason scrimmages. And so, yeah, all those guys are doing great. Um, and we're excited to, to follow them. Uh, Two of our other alumni, Noah McDavid and Ladue LeCou, are, are actually playing together at Arkansas State. Okay. Um, uh, one of the assistants from Alabama is the head coach there now, and they're they're transfer they transferred and are playing together. So that's pretty cool too. Very awesome. Brendan, of course, knew about Cheedy because he's a surrogate father. Well, that's right. I did. I did do help him on his uh, tour and <laughs> give him some pointers <laughs> on what what, what to avoid and what to jump straight into. Well, uh, obviously lots of change with all of those seniors graduating, but let, let's talk high school basketball in like a macro sense. So with... Um, Does macro mean big in Greek <laughs> or larger in It may in be Greek. in Greek. Okay. Is it? I don't... Or is it Latin? I don't know. Are That's they the same? I should have followed Chitty and stayed in, in school. <laughs> At Mississippi Valley. At Mississippi Valley. Uh, so Trey transfers to uh, Link Academy in Missouri. Jalen transfers to Dynamic Prep in Irving. B.J. Davis, who was a freshman on this team two years ago, went to Link last year, transferred this year to Duncanville. Even a guy like Ian Jackson, who we saw at um, in the Duncanville tournament from Cardinal Hayes, transferred from one Bronx school to another Bronx school. And so I, I read an article by Max Preps that had a story that said 100 major names uh, transferred schools this summer. And I was asked this weekend, is this the new norm in high school hoops? Is uh, Do you think that's the case? Uh, it's, it's definitely uh, the new norm right now. <clears throat> with a lot of movement um, from players, uh, I think it's trickled down all the way from the top. I mean, I, the uh, the days of, of that we grew up with NBA basketball in the in the '80s and '90s, when when the guys on the Bulls were always with the Bulls and Bird and Magic were the Lakers and Celtics and Pistons. Those teams, uh, you know, I think the NBA kind of started it when people wanted to be on these super teams, power teams, and and play with other great players. I think that has trickled down it, it AAU has a lot to do with it uh when players kind of form all-star teams and want to be on other uh, AAU teams and now with the transfer portal opening in college and the way college basketball has changed um it, it trickles down uh colleges are no longer really recruiting high school kids like they used to especially mid-major to low-major schools they're strictly out of the portal juco looking for transfers and so so they they take a guy that's at Duke uh the 10th player and he wants to get out cuz he needs playing time a place like SMU or Murray State Racers right they'll take those guys yeah yeah and and, and so i think that in turn how it trickles down to high school basketball is now people really feel this stress and pressure to you know i got to be on the right team i got to be in the right situation so i can be seen so i can um, you know, and then, then the NIL piece also has a lot to do with it, too, where, you know, high school kids in certain states can get paid off of name, image, and likeness. And, and Texas is not one of those states right now. Um, there is legislation. I think that's going to change when it does change. My hope, if the transfer thing would change and the NIL would, would change in Texas, I think it would slow some of that transfer stuff down. Yeah, I almost, you know, my my answer to the guy who asked me was was really like, it's almost like it's it's – 
a new norm, yes, but it's it's not even going to get to that point where kids are like freshmen. Like they don't even like build a reputation on a high school team. It's like they're already getting plucked, and so there's no development on that team to begin with. So we may get more barren before it like builds back up again. Yeah, and then then you see teams in the in the tournament and in NCAA that uh, you know a team like Florida Atlantic or or uh, these other teams where they do have players who have been a part of their system and program for three two three years. Um, it, I think that's still more powerful in basketball when you have a culture and you have a system and guys have been a part of it for a couple of years and know what to expect. You know, I think that team's going to beat the All Star team that just put everybody together in in August and they haven't really don't really have that chemistry together. I think uh exhibit A of that's the Kentucky Wildcats program these days. I mean, they have not been to a net cutting ceremony that they were involved in in over a decade now and they've put together obviously these top 5 recruiting classes, usually a top 2. Uh, but a top five recruiting class, generally speaking, and they get out in these early games, right? They'll go play Madison Square Garden against a Kansas or a Duke or a Michigan State, and they look very lost, typically. And then they, they pull it together, and then they make a, a nice run in conference as they're gelling, but it takes them a really long time to ramp up and get to that point where they're playing together. And then by the time March rolls around, they run into an FAU. They run into a smaller school um, you know, that plays a more cohesive brand of basketball that's been together for 100 games versus 100 days. Yeah, that's a great point, and that's why there's so much turmoil in, in March Madness, right? Where 16s beat ones now. Like, that's a, a thing. Yeah, I've been on the wrong end of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have. Um, okay, still no shot clock? Yeah, they, the, uh, I think the UIL just had a session last month. Uh, the Texas Association of Basketball Coaches polled all the coaches in the state. I think it was uh, 6A had the highest percentage of coaches who, who wanted the shot clock. Um, I think throughout all the, the classifications, most coaches polled said they do want it. Um, 6A was somewhere around 60 to 70%, I think, said they do want it. Um, so it, it's it's something that's going to happen uh, again. It's just when, but but no, not this year. Well, Tennessee, I saw like struck down the shot clock or something weird. Mm-hmm. Where where national high school basketball was, um, you know, for it obviously, and and that was a really weird article I read. Um, okay, let's pay some bills real quick. We do have two. We have three new sponsors this oh, year. Awesome. Um, one we will discuss later, but but uh, our two new first Highlands Family Dentistry. That's my uh, family dentistry. My entire family goes there, and I'm due to go there. To the, oh no, to the great uh, Doctor Jordan Luna. Of course, they're located in Lake Ridge Village Shopping Center, where Taco Joint is. Uh, Vector Brewing, they're kind of right in between those two things. Pop Popcorn is Pop, over there. Popcorn, 9850 Walnut Hill Lane, Suite 423. So Highlands Family Dentistry is a Dallas-based family dentist practice that treats patients of all ages, just like Brendan said. Mm-hmm. His entire family goes there. Uh, they're committed to delivering the highest quality dental care and do so using advanced dental equipment. Cosmetic dentistry, emergency dentistry, checkups, teeth cleaning, crowns, veneers, all the dentistry you need. And I actually like the name dentistry better than dentist. Uh, okay, it's, why is that? I don't know. It just sounds more fancy to me. Does that sound Greek? <laughs> it, just, it does not sound Greek. 
Uh, Dr. Luna and his staff will invite you to call and schedule an appointment 214-491-5362 and experience why their patients think Highlands Family Dentistry is the best dentist in Dallas. And do you, you know that. I would say that they are the best dentist tree in Dallas. Uh, but you can also talk hoops with Dr. Luna. He knows a thing or two. He's a solid Aggie uh, former basketball player over there. He knows Dominique Kirk well. Uh, I think he's probably paid Dominique Kirk. <laughs> old school our other uh, great sponsor this year uh, is wildcat cleaners the mask family jamie and ryan over there uh, at wildcat cleaners that's in the lake highlands town center it's kind of behind um taco diner uh on the other side kind of in the little apartment building there uh, you'll see their signage it's 9330 lookout point suite 166 wildcat cleaners of course is a locally owned Jamie and Ryan Mask, mm-hmm. uh, and operated business. Uh, their mission really is to provide high-quality services for their value customers. It's simple. I've taken my clothes there. Oh, yeah? It turned out fantastic. Your Cowboys t-shirt looks great. Did they press that? <laughs> I did not take my Cowboys t-shirt there. Uh, but I did take several dress items, uh, men's and women's clothing. Uh, and so, you know, they have curbside service available you can call them at 972-850-9444 for that curbside or they do pickup and delivery that is 214-755-0602 of course wildcat cleaners thank you very much for the mask family yes that's a great halloween name well i did reach out to um ryan mask and he he said you know, this email would have come a lot better if you just dropped some clothes off also. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you did. So I gave him a lot of points for that. Uh, again, uh, we have a couple of sponsorships still available, so please reach out to me, shwoodard at gmail.com. All right, let's get back into the basketball. We'll do a little team preview. So um, we're very excited about this upcoming season because it is going to be a different season for you, one that you haven't had probably in at least six or seven years with the dynamics of uh, an exodus uh, from both graduation and players moving on to, uh, I guess, further their careers uh, a little bit further with basketball full-time. <laughs> further their careers further. Well, You're for a professional. Basket- <laughs> for basketball full-time <laughs> is what I'm talking about, where you can dedicate as much time as you want, essentially, to the game. Um, so with this team, we're about to embark on, we got, uh, games next week, as a matter of fact. Um, and what we do all the time is ask a little bit about how summer went for these guys that you, that you have now brought into fall practice and how they looked. Um, so give us a little bit of a, a look back at how they spent, uh, their summer days getting prepped for this, uh, defending championship season. Yeah, it, it, it will be a new team. Uh, we, we have you know three returners that, that were on the varsity team last year um, and, and played some solid minutes in Logan Strahan, uh, Lewis Racine, and Isla Giel. Um, you know, those three guys have all been doing great. Um, and then we've got a lot of new new players. I, I think the fun part about that is is um, you can kind of you're going to kind of see this year where our culture and our program is. Um, top to bottom, you know, we, we always have great kids on, on JV, on freshmen. Uh, we've got great kids coming up now in our junior highs and in our sub varsity programs. And so now, uh, some new players are going to get opportunities and get opportunities to step up and, and help us win games. Um, 
over the summer we uh we participated in we went to the texas state team camp uh we took um our guys down there and and uh that was a really good experience for us um you know played some good teams um uh and that was really to get ready for the the tabc showcase which um you know we've done well at the last couple of years um and our guys went two and one in the tabc showcase against three really good teams was that was that full squad was everyone there yeah, yeah. I mean, all okay. of our guys that are that are going to be on our varsity now played in that event. Um, we played um, two teams from Houston and one team from San Antonio. Um, and I was really encouraged by the way our guys competed, uh, by the way they played, um, especially just, you know, we, we don't have any returning starters back. We don't have any guys that have really been in the fire. But but we have a lot of good players and a lot of good guys that, that understand how we want to play and how we do things. And um, I thought they did really well in that. Um, this fall, we've we've played a ton of games um, in preparation for the season. You know, we're not allowed to coach, um, but we've we've played against really good teams, and our guys have been in every game. Um, you know, we've beaten some good teams. Uh, we had a rematch with DeSoto, kind of in our first one, which was a state semifinal rematch, and kids played awesome in that game. Um, you know, beat them pretty soundly, um, and and you know, I, I think this team is going to surprise a lot of people this year. I really do. I I am super excited for this season and this team. Number one, for our listeners, you're going to get to grow up with these guys. I mean, this is not a heavy, heavily senior-laden group like last year's group was. right? You've got four seniors on the team this year. Uh, Zolan Skinner, who's a guard, Charlie Moore, Beck Johnstone, and Graham Ferris. So those will be kind of your four older guys that have been through the program the whole way. Uh, you've got what looks to be about eight juniors on the team. Um, obviously the ones you, that you start, um, talked about earlier that contributed last year, Isla Jeel, uh, Logan Strahan and Lewis Racine going to play a lot of minutes this year. You've got three sophomores on this team, uh, sincere Anderson, Henry Moore and DeBraylon Randall. So this will be a team that we can all grow up with. Right, and they're gonna be. There's gonna be bumps in the road and learning curves and all that. But it sounds like they're coming together really, really nicely uh, over the summer and the fall. Yeah, we we just started official practice last week on on Wednesday, and so we've got uh, four practices under our belt, and man, guys are are working really, really hard. And uh, you know, I I think a lot of people look at you know what we what we don't have anymore, what left, and I, I really am focused on what we do have, and the guys that are in the gym every day are. Are, uh, are doing a great job. I feel like I've watched a lot of these guys come up since the time they were, some of them in elementary school. Uh, Elias uh, comes comes to mind. Uh, who's going to be the uh, the tallest guy on the team by a pretty good bit, right? You've got him listed at 6'7". Uh, he's a junior uh, for our audience. Uh, played a lot of minutes uh, on the JV squad last year and then got pulled up for the incredible playoff run as well. Uh, what do you think are some of his best attributes is, is the guy that's sort of not taking over again for Samson Alaton because they are not the same type of player, but playing a role where he is going to be probably the most uh, intimidating presence in the paint. Yeah, he, he gives us great size. He's he's much different than Samson. You know, Samson was uh, above the rim and, and a rim protector and didn't have much perimeter game. Um, Elias has uh, kind of some great perimeter skills, so we're kind of doing some things differently on offense. Um, to kind of put him in, in positions to, to use those skills that he has. He can shoot the ball really well. He can he can handle it and pass it a little bit. Um, so that's been fun for us as a coaching staff to kind of figure out different ways that we can use, um, use his strengths. 
And let's talk staff. Um, even a lot of shakeup there, right? Uh, yep. Richard Johnson leaves. Zach Hogue moves over to the offense coordinator for the football team. And Dominique Kirk, our man, uh, moves up to the primary assistant role this year. And then we've added Kendall Yancey. Yep. Former UT great. Hook them horns and stuff. We needed to balance out that Aggie with a, a Longhorn, so that's good. And then Antonio Perez, who all of my kids know from White Rock Elementary. Uh, he's going to join the staff as well. So he'll give us a little rundown on kind of their roles and, and what they're going to be coaching from the sort of uh, under under levels of basketball. Yeah, so so Dominique is going to move into that top spot. Um, you know, he was in, incredible last year in – you know, building good relationships with our players. Um, you know, you guys that know who he was as a player and how good he was on defense, you know, as a coach, he, he brings that um, to our program every day and, and was great when we, um, you know, had matchups and, and watched film and scouted and came up with defensive game plans. You know, he always had great insight and, and, and great ideas and, and adjustments in games. Um, so, you know, he's, he's continuing to grow as a coach. He's, he's also going to kind of be the head freshman coach now as well as the top varsity assistant, so that will be fun to get to see him uh, really run his own team there. Um, and then a huge, huge pickup um, hiring uh, Kendall Yancey, um, who was an RISD guy, uh, Hamilton Park kid, um, you know, went to Berkner, went to the state tournament with Berkner, um, and then was a great player at UT and, and professionally. And he's been awesome uh, so far. Um, you know, young guy, energetic. You know, those two guys still get up and down and play with our guys from time to time. Um, and they can both still really play. Um, but Kendall's great on kind of skill development stuff. He'll be working a lot with our guards. Um, and he'll be coaching the JV. Uh, and then Antonio Perez, um, you know, like you mentioned, when I first uh, – came back and took the Lake Highlands uh, head coaching job, he volunteered. Uh, he was a volunteer the year before, and he would uh, work at White Rock Elementary and volunteer and help coach basketball uh, after he got done with his his day at, at White Rock. So he's kind of been around the program for a long time. And, and when we had an opening at the junior high, I encouraged them to kind of move him up. And then he moved up again to the high school. And so he'll be, he'll be coaching our freshman B team. So I'm very happy with all those, those hires and the moves and people we're familiar with and understand our culture and, and are going to bring great things to, to our kids. And nothing gets done, of course, without the managers uh, bringing the water, helping sleep up all the sweat, doing all the, the dirty work that no one thanks them for. So we're going to thank them here. Uh, of course, Xavier Hernandez, Owen Baranowski, and Zandy Robinson. Love those guys. And it goes more than just uh, picking up perspiration with towels on there, as as was evidenced last year when we get the uh, the El Nino effect in the gym <laughs> when there's like everybody packed in there sweating, but it's like 16 degrees outside, and then you've got some some cold moving in with some heat rising. Uh, that was an amazing job that Trey Johnson did us. If, if I do recall, that he got in there and, and got the floor picked up. Also, yeah, we we nobody's above uh, mopping the floor, getting a towel or a little push broom, and and uh, it's funny our practices right now. We're we're working really hard, and uh, you know guys are getting on the floor, diving, taking charges, and so there's a lot of that going on right now, and we we love it. So let's go to our. Uh other new sponsor, as previously mentioned, White Rock Bluffs, which is the new development uh, over there off White Rock Trail. 
putting in the infrastructure now, Robert Elliott Homes, Stillwater Capital. Um, and they are the sponsor for our Player of the Week segment this year. We, of course, don't have a Player of the Week, and so we're going to have the White Rock Bluffs Player of the Summer. And drum roll, please, to Coach Joe. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll go with uh, our, our guy, uh Senior point guard, guard Logan Strahan, uh, who's a returner for us, uh, played some minutes in, in the state tournament, but he's been really, really good this summer, uh, both with his club team and, and then with us as well. Um, you know, at TBC, at Texas State, super consistent, great defender, um, knocks down shots. You know, he'll, he'll do a little bit of everything for us. And so uh, he's our, our player of the summer. So he is a senior. Correct. Okay. Correct, yeah. He was listed as 11 on my, so that on may my notes. Mess up on the roster. Well, uh, maybe he just wanted to repeat. Everything went so well his junior year. Why wouldn't yeah. he want to do that again? Now, he reminds me of Steve Wojciechowski. Anybody, okay. Can I get an amen on that? He kind of plays uh, yeah. a lot like him, looks a little bit like him. I hate Duke. But uh, <laughs> other than that, I think the bill uh, fits. And congratulations to him and his parents for getting a plot of land, right, at White Rock Bluffs. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> this year? That's a great award. Yes. Last year, Marable Holmes was giving away Marable Holmes. <laughs> now we're, now we're giving away land. dirt. Uh, by dirt, as some country singer once said. All right. Let's get to the full court press. <whistles> Best moment of your summer? Uh, on the basketball side of things, <clears throat> definitely the TABC uh, showcase. You know, I, I think just like we talked about here on the podcast, there were a lot of questions about how we were going to be, um, you know, losing seven seniors, losing Trey and Jalen. Uh, and our first game at, at that TABC showcase was against Katie Tompkins, who's uh, a very good team out of Houston, usually a, a playoff team. They've been in the state tournament here not too many years ago. Um, and our guys, man, they, they played so awesome that game. We won by 20 or, 20 or 30 and uh, just it was really fun to see our guys kind of with those questions and doubts about what we were going to be like, um, just carrying the torch and, and knowing what our program is about and going out and playing the right way. So that was, that was a big highlight for me. Uh, what about Halloween? What are we feeling on that, Coach? Is it cool or is it stupid? <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a question written by me. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I'll go cool. Uh, I do enjoy uh, Halloween, especially with kids, you know, getting to take them trick-or-treating and, and seeing the fun that they have with it. Um, you know, I'll, I'll go cool. Um, I, I Lots of decorations at the Duffield House? Uh, we don't go all out. I mean, there's not skeletons in our yard. We, we have some cool lights in our windows, some bats and some ghosts, and, and that's the extent of our decorations. But, um, but yeah, we, we, I would say we have a little bit. Brendan, cool or stupid? Uh, super cool. One of my favorites, and it just really? yeah, it kind of kicks off the season where, where I'm gonna put on 25 pounds over the course of six weeks, and that's not in a like a sumo costume. It's just like actual. Pounds. No, that's actually oh, okay. gonna be going above my belt line, <laughs> above only. Uh, I I do not like Halloween. It is my least favorite. Um, and we I, I spoke with Jay Paul, uh, avid listener about this. He loves to dress up. Yeah, for Halloween. Uh, so that leads me to favorite Halloween costume, Coach Joe. Do you do a couple's thing, or do you just kind of do your own deal? Uh, you know, we haven't dressed up in a while. Uh, I, I had a pretty solid Mike Ditka uh, costume going for a while. I got an old Bears sweater, uh, you know, like the 85 Bears sweater. So um, that was a good one for me. Uh, 
we have done the couples thing. I, I, there was a good Halloween party where uh, I did Zach Morris and, and Melissa did Kelly Kapowski. From okay, Saved by the Bell. That was I'm solid. in. Oh, I like that. Solid. I like that. Did you have a huge like phone? I did actually. I had a uh, one of those old school brick cell phones uh you know i went blonde wig for zach morris we, we went all out it was a good one now that uh i have a ring i can go as a state championship winning coach <laughs> for, for Halloween this year. <laughs> that's right all right what about this question for you what is more scary or scarier scarier sure coaching a title game our 16-year-old girls driving for the first time. Which you have one of, and I have one of coming up. <laughs> uh, and I yes. do, too. Wait. Absolutely. Shout out to my oldest daughter, Kate Duffield, uh, who is uh, now driving. Got her driver's license on September 11th. And uh, no doubt uh, the safety of the teenage teenage daughter is a little bit scarier in her driving uh, than, than coaching the title game. I'm not sure there's anything scarier than that. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's scary all the way around. All right, number five. I've got one. Okay, go. Better friend. <laughs> oh, no. All right. This is uh, topical. Listen, 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 Tom. Ross Geller or Joey Triviani? Ooh, little friends, yeah. Uh, in honor of Chandler Bing. In honor of the passing uh, of Chandler Bing. Yeah, Ooh. I got to go. I got to go, Joey. I got to go, Joey. That's that's uh, just a little bit more fun. Uh, you know, goes with the flow. Ross, you know, seems a little bit uh, more uptight for me. Agreed. Agreed. This is why we keep Brendan around. <laughs> what? Cause these You're like a Joey. Pipe hitting questions. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm Greek. No, he's Italian. Yes. <laughs> that's what he was. All right. Let's. Uh, that was, of course, the full court press with Coach Joe. All right, a little season preview now. Um, we'll be on every two weeks-ish, um, and so we'll capture uh, the previous couple of weeks of games recap. We'll, we'll do a preview for those who, who haven't listened before. Should have probably done that at the beginning, but whatever. Um, so let's, here. let's do a quick season preview. First of all, very important for the community. November 1st, that's this Wednesday, so you've done your trick-or-treating on Tuesday. Now you've got free time on Wednesday. 7 p.m. at Lake Highlands High School is the Lake Highlands tip-off. Kind of like the March Madness. So what can we expect to see? Midnight uh, Madness. Oh, yeah, Midnight Madness. March I, I Madness think I do that is every the year. tournament. Yeah. Uh, Midnight Madness. So what, what can we expect to see uh, at the tip-off? Oh, it's just a great introduction Excuse me. To meet uh, both teams, both the boys and the girls, uh, we have a dunk contest, three-point shootout, a uh, little bit of a live scrimmage for each team, performances by some of our awesome student groups like like Cheer and Highlandettes and Wranglers, um, and then uh, we're also this year uh, asking if everybody could help us out. I know Feed Lake Highlands has been uh, looking for some uh, extra stuff, so if you bring some non-perishable food items, cereal, canned goods. Uh, pastas, things like that. Uh, we have a ton of awesome prizes that we're going to give away. So uh, this this goes to players, parents. If anybody wants to uh, help us out and help feed Lake Highlands, doing a little community service, uh, we're going to do that Wednesday night. Bring a non-perishable food item. We'll give you a raffle ticket, and we have uh, I would say 15 to 20 just awesome things that we're going to give away to the Lake Highlands community. So we got that, uh, but but the the cool thing about it is to to see the basketball and get to see this new team, lots of new faces, um, and a lot of guys that um, are going to surprise some people this year. So it's always a fun, great event, and hope to see everybody on Wednesday night. And there is a raffle. 
You, did you say that? Yeah, technically not a raffle. We okay. don't sell raffle tickets uh, in RISD um, or make money. So it's, everything's free. The, gotcha. the chip-off is free. Uh, we're just asking for help so we can help out Feed Lake Highlands. They needed some extra stuff. And so if you bring a non-perishable food item, we'll give you a ticket, uh, and then you can win a cool prize. I had offered to uh, raffle a segment on Lake Hooplands, um, but I was told that we might not be in control of what people say. Because ostensibly we don't run this podcast very well. <laughs> uh, that was uh, that was heady. Then let's let's move on to November fourth, next Saturday. We got a scrimmage. That's a real first look there. No, it's called the, the first day. look, right? Oh, it is. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, th- there was a great event we played in last year that that um, the guy that ran it actually um, got a job uh, on Texas Tech's staff, uh, Kellen Buffington, who's a great basketball guy. He's now working for Texas Tech, and so he couldn't run the same scrimmage. Um, so this is a new one, but it, it, it's, again, got pretty much all the top teams from the state, from the Dallas area. We're going to play a really good prep school from Houston uh, and then play Plano. Uh, in that first look, that'll be Saturday. We play at two and four uh, at Drive Nation. Uh, that'll be a great test for our guys. Um, our, our first real action. Drive Nation is that the Jermaine uh, O'Neal deal? Yes. So that's out, kind of right next to DFW Airport. They've got multiple courts, and that's where we'll be playing. I Very heard nice facility. That facility is incredible. I think you heard that from me. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So it's go amazing. out and see that two o'clock and four o'clock on November fourth, uh, and then Tuesday, November seventh, at home, uh, we'll scrimmage against Forney. Yeah, Forney and and also Arlington Heights will be a part of that, Fort Worth Arlington Heights, so two different teams. And, um, you know, you talked about the shot clock earlier. Uh, There there are some changes to high school basketball rules. Okay. Um, And so I know our first home scrimmage will probably be our first time we'll actually get to do that. There is no more one-and-one. I'm sad to say. Whoa. uh, We are adopting kind of the college and and even almost college women's rules where you – um, five fouls in a quarter leads to two shots on every foul. So really? no more seven and ten, no more bonus. I, I, I am a fan of the one and one, and sadly, in high school basketball, there will be no more one and ones. Oh, um, that's major. So it will be interesting. There's a lot of strategy and changes. Um, so five and a quarter, that's it? Yep, five okay. and a quarter. Yeah. Huh. And so um, when you go into the second quarter, you're back you're to zero. You're wiped yeah. out. Yeah. Um, wow. That's, so that, I don't, that's I don't, radical to me. Because, it is. It's a big change. That'll change the end game for sure. It'll be harder to come back. Yeah. Well, it'll certainly be hard for your team when you are in the uh, Elite Eight uh, game and the discrepancy is 13-0 to zero <laughs> in terms of personal fouls. Yeah. We don't need to discuss that again. Uh, and then finally, before our, our next episode, which is, of course, no, November 12th. November 11th will be the first real game. Uh, yes. Cowtown kip-off, uh, tip-off. Uh, versus North Crowley, and that's going to be in Fort Worth? Yeah, it's at North Crowley High School. We played in it last year. We played Prestonwood Christian there, and uh, it's a great uh, lineup of teams. Um, I think Allen and Plano East play before us. Uh, they're at 7. We're at 8.30, so... You know, you may our friend watch Coach Wester. The, that's right. Coach Wester has a, his whole team is back. They're they're a favorite this Ooh, year. I was with uh, him last night. So uh, those those will be two great great games if you're wanting to uh, get the high school basketball season started with us. Lake Highlands will be, of course, looking for, uh, or sorry, uh, North Crowley will be looking for revenge. Uh, we did beat them sixty three forty three in the playoffs last season. That's right. And uh, it's also my birthday, so maybe I'll head over to Fort Worth, <laughs> celebrate in style my 38th birthday, and uh, 
you know, maybe take take Joe to dinner with me at Riata. Yeah. Good Lord, 38's like a decade ago for I'm going to ask Louis Racine to get me a triple-double. Okay. <laughs> He'll do that for you. Of let's course he it. will. Um, let's do a, pre- a brief district preview just real quick. Who should we watch for? We're going to do this, obviously, in depth later, but um, who should we watch for this season? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the interesting thing about our district is kind of like our team. It's, it's going to be a lot of new faces. There's not a lot of... Uh, you know, for the last, I would say, seven, eight years, our district has had not just one, but kind of multiple NBA guys. No and, doubt. Uh, don't fully see that right now. Um, so <clears throat> I think it's gonna, there's going to be a lot of parity. I, I think teams are going to beat up on each other. I don't think you're going to see anybody go 16-0 and 0 like we did last year. I think there's going to be a lot of teams, you know, 12-4, and 13-3. and 3. Um, You know, Jesuit has a lot of, a lot of, a lot of ter- players returning, good players returning. Um, Highland Park has pretty much a whole new team. Uh, Richardson has a couple of players back, um, you know, and then, then uh, Pierce is always really well coached. They're always a tough out. And, and then you have the three Irving schools who did lose a couple of the Irving schools, lost some of their, their talented guys. So um, it, it's really up in the air to me. I, I think, uh, I don't think there's just like a clear cut favorite and there's nobody that, that just jumps out at you as, as, as uh, you know, like, like we've had in the past with mm-hmm. NBA guys. I heard that um, this will be the last time you will get to play Highland Park in district for at least the next two years as they Lonnie Jordan find a way, found a way to cut a few kids and <laughs> and they're going to go down to 5A. Those those numbers did get uh, turned in this last week, actually. And, uh, yeah, they, the word is Highland Park will definitely be moving down. Uh, we, we still would love to play them in a non-district game. It's always a fun matchup, and, and they're always super well coached and a good team. So, um even if they're not in our district, we'll still try to play them. Brendan, anything else from you, my friend? I uh, I thought that they went down, just while we're on that subject, mm-hmm. I thought they went down in enrollment by like a 1,000 or something. Whoa, what? Yeah, I thought it was a huge drop down. It wasn't like, hey, we're trying to you know lose weight before the weigh-in, so I'm going to water pill it up a little bit. I think they went down pretty big as the number I saw that they were – it was – there was no way they were going to be 6A again. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know. I guess people aren't having kids over there anymore. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to this season. Um, you are looking forward to this season. Do you know how many state championships Lake Highlands has won when this podcast has been broadcast? One. That's right. One for one, baby. One for one. <laughs> Listen every single episode, which the next one will be November 12th. Uh, thank you again to Lake Highlands Family Dentistry, uh, Wildcat Cleaners, and, uh, of course, the White Rock Bluffs Player of the Summer, uh, Mr. Logan Strahan. And we will get out of your hair, and we'll get back into your ears in about two weeks. Thank you. Thanks, thank you. Thank you.